We are all born with a purpose, yet identifying what that is can be very challenging. It can be even more challenging to find purpose in your business. So, is it possible to find purpose in your business and make profit at the same time? Not only is it possible, but a business led by purpose can be even more profitable than one that is simply led by profit. Join Robert Fukui as he explores how to be purpose-led and profitable while making a positive impact in your community. Hi everyone, this is Chris King, your new host for the Purpose and Profitability podcast, where we'll believe that having a profitable, purpose-led business can lead us to transforming our community. I'm here along with our uh, founding host and uh, soon to be our host emeritus, Mr. Robert Fukui of I69 Business Development. Uh, thank you, Robert, for staying on for a couple episodes and helping me out with this uh, transition. Hey, no problem. And it's I-61. I-61, <laughs> I-69. You know what? You know, for years, I worked in Washington, D.C., out of college uh, at a time whenever uh, Interstate 69, which doesn't exist really, <laughs> was lobbied heavily. And so it's just printed in my brain. So I apologize for that. No, no problem. One business development, folks. Appreciate that. Uh, and um, and also Robert won't be uh, won't be leaving us anytime soon. He's agreed to stay on for a couple more. Uh, it's not jumping ship just yet. Anyway, uh, he'll be around a little bit while longer. And uh, and Robert also, I'd love to have you back uh, as a guest, you and your wife, or you individually, uh, sometime soon to share more about your new endeavors. Absolutely, anytime. Great, great. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the topic of our discussion today is the return on investment or ROI of personal development services. And today, uh, joining us to help us explore this topic is Mr. Scott Landis, uh, the co-founder uh, of several different ventures, including Marriage Architects uh, with his wife and Keenan Business Coaching. We'll get into a full introduction here just shortly. Um, and um, actually, why don't I go ahead and uh, do that right now? Scott, if you don't mind. Yes, yeah, Scott is a business coach. He's a marriage coach. He's a business trainer. He's author and teacher. Um, his latest endeavor is a master as a mastermind group leader. So he's uh, adding another hat to his already impressive collection of, uh, of roles and, and ways that he helps people. Um, we'll be hearing more <clears throat> about uh, this new endeavor uh, later on in the program today. Um, as I mentioned, he's the co-founder of Marriage Architects, a relationship fulfillment um, service organization service group with uh, his wife. Um, he, uh, Scott is also. Uh, the uh, co-founder uh, and kingdom business coach, uh, corporate trainer, and founding partner with uh, um, uh, kingdom business coaching. Uh, he's a certified uh, biblical entrepreneurship trainer with um, Nehemiah Project International Ministries, where he's been for many years as well. Uh, Scott lives in Westland, uh, Oregon, uh, with his wife and three beautiful children. I want to shout out to your kids. Shout out to my kids, Skylar, Allie, and Brenna. <laughs> great kids, great kids. All righty. Uh, Scott, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, it's for full disclosure, I've known Scott several years, and he's, he's in, in fact, provided... We won't hold it against you, right? <laughs> <laughs> provided uh, professional development services to me personally, and they've been incredibly, enormously helpful, uh, and uh, testify to that. Uh, hundred uh, percent. So, well, let me uh, introduce today's topics. 
and set the stage, if you will, and for our discussion. And then uh, we'll uh, we'll engage uh, in more of a round robin here in just a second. Um, so, what is meant when we talk, say, uh, personal development services? Uh, for today's discussion. And what we're talking about are, are those developmental assistance services uh, that help you discover and pursue something more in your personal professional life. Um, those things that, that help you uh, to achieve a great sense of well-being, significance, impact, and quality of life. And these things are especially helpful in times of transition uh, or when you feel stuck where you are. Uh, so the different formats these come in is coaching, mentoring, uh, traditional training seminars or, or conferences and mastermind groups. So in the, the context they provided are individual one-on-one um, or uh, couples many times as Scott has done couples counseling or excuse me, couples coaching. Uh, and then uh, finally they also come in group context or so larger groups uh, dynamics uh, play come into play there. Um, and so the, narrowing just one particular scope um, um, to talk a little bit more about is uh, here is uh, coaching clients reported in the 2017 ICF Global uh, Consumer Awareness Study uh, that positive coaching impacts include improved communication skills, increased self-esteem, self-confidence, increased productivity, um, optimized uh, team performance, optimized and uh, improved um, a work-life balance or integration, increased sense of well-being, and improved management strategies within their business. Uh, new opportunities uh, that they were able to pursue and accelerated transition into those opportunities. Um, so what might be some, we're gonna go through some key points uh, along the way here and have discussion of them. Uh, and uh, start, I'll introduce it, and uh, we'll hear from, from Scott and uh, Robert as well uh, as we move through each one. Uh, the first thing to consider is that personal development services are really an investment and not an expense. Um, if you come at it from the standpoint of this isn't expense, this is, go this is money that's going out, and that uh, really is a scarcity type of a, a mindset. Uh, an abundance mindset is more of, okay, this is an investment. I'm putting the time, and it's often not just the money, it's the time that's invested uh, and, and um, uh, committing to those services and all that it entails um, uh, that is uh, part of the equation. And so um, when you view it as a return on investment that you're going to recoup uh, your, the initial investment over time, and the longer that time you're getting a return, the that, that more powerful uh, that uh, return will be uh, and more valuable it will be as well. Uh, so, um, Scott, um, what are your thoughts about viewing um, personal, these personal development services that we've discussed as investments rather than expenses? Well, I think it's uh, absolute that they would be a return on investment. I mean, I think everybody who's done a little bit of work in personal development has probably invested in something or gotten into a course or gotten into a coaching program that they didn't get the return on investment they were hoping for. Um, and I think that that's probably the the 
the down the um, the thing that is happens less often because what happens if you come into a coaching relationship or a mastermind or something that you are um, you know you are fully engaged in like you mentioned you get out of it what you put into it when you come all in you're going to get a return on investment and and what I like to think about is like a 10x return so if I'm going to invest $2,500 in this thing, I'm going to be looking for $25,000 return. And I think just by asking that question, how am I going to ensure that I get $25,000 out of this is a great exercise just to ask that and like put your, set your sights on that. And that's a minimum. It could be a hundred X, mm-hmm. but uh, if you're looking for it, you tend to find what you're looking for, right? You, you tend to, you know, the, the energy goes where where you're focused on, right? So um, I think it's a great question to ensure that you're going to get a return. And but like you said, it's um, it's more about at least in my experience of working doing doing personal development myself and working with clients. You know, it's more about the time investment for most of most of the people I work with. They're they're considering the the money, but the time is the most important thing. So a return on time. Like if I can invest into this program, how am I going to, you know, it may be a 160 hour program. How am I going to get, you know, 16,000 hours over, over the course of my life back on that? I think those questions are really great to, to ask and, you know, open-ended and look for those answers. Great. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate you sharing this very, your, your wisdom there and your own and personal experience as a provider as well as a consumer of, of these types of services is, is uh, so helpful for today's discussion. Robert, your thoughts on, on this, uh, this particular point? Yeah, no, you had to, that's right. You know, you got to look at it as an investment. And, you know, obviously this, uh, this topic sounds almost self-serving because, you know, we're all consultants and coaches, so we're <laughs> pitching ourselves. But, um, I mean, even coaches have coaches, right? I mean, Chris, you're a coach and you already shared that Scott was your coach. And I've had coaches, uh, consultants. In fact, I'm going to be talking with a consultant here as soon as we hop off. Um, and so I think it's uh, it's important to understand as a leader of the organization is that, we're not here just pitching our wares because, you know, we need to make money. But the reality is you look at the great leaders in any company mm-hmm. and they all have coaches. I mean, you know, CEOs, top level CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. I've worked for uh, three Fortune 100 companies. Um, all the executives had coaches. Not Maybe not all, but the majority of them had coaches. The CEO had a coach. The president of our, our division had a coach. Um, so these high level people um, all have coaches. So it's it's not it's not based on just the level of success that you have to determine whether or not you need a coach. You know, if I'm a startup, then I need a coach. If I'm struggling, I need a coach. The reality is even people that are successful have coaches because they need to be on top of the game. And the reason why coaches are so effective isn't necessarily because we're smarter than everybody else. We're not, I don't feel I'm a smarter than my clients. What I usually do bring to the table is that I just identify the obvious, and so, but a lot of times in a business, you're so busy in the day-to-day, the grind, trying to make payroll, trying to do marketing, get more customers, you know, all this stuff that a lot of times it clouds your view. Mm-hmm. You know, and so what happens is when you bring in somebody from the outside, um, it, it gives a different perspective. It gives you, the, they, they have a fresh lens and, and mm-hmm. they'll see the obvious um, where a lot of times as us as the business owner, we just don't see the obvious. 
Right. So, um, actually, you look at the, the ROI, and also that you know it gets kind of hard to determine. You know, when you you got to determine not just the dollars and cents, like Scott was talking about the twenty five thousand, you know, the ten x, but also what are some other things that you want to develop? Because then there's some things that don't have direct connection to the dollars. Right. Um, but there's a lot of indirect things that will add to dollars. But so there's a lot of parameters besides the dollar amount. You want to look at what are some areas that I feel I need to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, including the bottom line. So there's a number of things that I would also add in there to look at the R, what, what would be an RI, what would be a good return on your investment. Um, so you yeah, can, And the horizon on that is the rest of your life, not, yeah. just, not just the immediate circumstance. Sure, absolutely. Definitely. So um, I, I also see this as something is, of, in the thought process of considering is, can you afford not to invest? Because there's an opportunity cost that, especially if you're in a place where you're stuck uh, or you're, you're you're hitting up against an obstacle uh, and and not reaching out for help, um, you're you become stagnant in that place uh, or in your career or in your uh, marketplace that you're trying to reach, and there's an opportunity cost of saying. I'm just saying no. To, I'm saying yes to to this right now. You say no to something else. But uh, so if I do not pursue uh, coaching right now, I'm missing out. It's, it may cost me because I may have, there may if I did pursue that, I would have a more immediate return and I'd be able to gain traction. And uh, and so I may be losing money by not investing right now. I love that, Chris. I mean, one of the, one of my favorite things to do in when entering into a new client engagement, whether it be one-on-one coaching or a mastermind group, is to is to really help the client focus on what's that one thing. If you look at all areas of your life from a 360-degree view, and like Robert was saying, one of the things we bring is a new perspective, a new fresh of, fresh pair of eyes. But we're you know we're looking at this 360-degree profile and saying, okay out of everything in your life, what stands out to you that if you made an impact here, everything else would change, kind of blowing it down to that one thing that makes the biggest impact. And then finding out why is that so important? Like if you were to have success in that area, why does that matter? And you start to project out into the future, like, okay, if I make this small change here, the the value of that stacks and multiplies over time and and it you know if you ask why enough times it almost always comes down to uh such a core principle a core purpose and a legacy an impact that you're making like multi-generationally in a lot of cases um and then i like to do the the exercise you know kind of reverse it and say okay what happens if you don't do anything here Mm -hmm. and okay tell me about a year ago how are things different now? Oh, they're not much different. Okay. And how is that impacting everything else in your life? It's creating all these issues. So what if you continue that for the next year? What if you continue that for the next five years? If nothing changes in this area uh, and you look back, you know, the greatest predictor of future results is past behavior, right? So if you look back a year, you look back three, five years, if this area has been there this whole time, if you don't do anything right now, it's going to continue. What's the negative impact of that? So looking at the positive and the negative impact, I think you, know, you can start to see that spread and you're like, oh my gosh, I really need to take care of this. That's good. That's good. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Scott. Robert, anything to add? 
No, I think Scott uh, Scott summarized that very nicely. Um, you know, just just return on investment. There's, you know, what's the impact? You know, whenever you know, guys. Well, Scott and I are in a group coaching program right now together. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, and one of the things we we're doing. Well, this this particular group does is it it uh, puts you in in pairs of accountability partners. So not just even having the coach, but even also getting an accountability partner outside the coach. And Scott happens to be my accountability partner. So kind of, <laughs> coincidentally enough. Someone who's going through the same thing that you're going through at the same time. Yeah. And so, and then Chris, I didn't even tell you when you were saying, oh, let's interview Scott. I said, sure. I didn't even think, oh yeah, he's my accountability partner. So anyway, it all works, right? Today. So, so, like last week's episode when I introduced you was on succession and exit. And so mm-hmm. it was, I was succeeding and exiting the podcast to you and you have a story about that yeah Uh, but anyways all that to say is not even just having a paid coach but there's also getting even a a accountability partner i mean it's got to be somebody you trust somebody that will is also going to be uh seize the value in staying connected with each other and so you want to pick the right person you don't want to pick some flaky person and say oh i want to be my accountability partner Mm -hmm. Uh, that's not going to work but you want you know you want to get somebody that also wants the same thing is also wants to be held accountable, is, is very dedicated, will stick to the schedules and meeting and all that kind of stuff. But even that, you don't always have to be paying for somebody, but you can have accountability partners as well, um, as well as a paid coach. So I'll just kind of throw that in too with accountability partners. Great. Great. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, Robert. So the, the third point I wanted to throw out here is is um, about personal development services, is that you get out of it what you put into it. Softball question for you, Scott. What do you think <laughs> uh, about that? Yeah, I mean, I kind of touched on that. And the uh, the idea is, um, I don't know when, especially in a mastermind context, uh, when you when it's so integral to the to the process that you are bringing your whole your A game to this group. Mm. Um, if there's one person who's flaky, it's you know it's kind of that weakest link thing, right? If there's one person that's not present, if one person who's not showing up with their full, you know, all-in buy-in, um, it impacts the the quality of that group, and and it's uh, it's it's uh, magnified in a in a group. When you, but it still applies to you as an individual. If you're if you are engaging in one of these personal development uh, methodologies and you're kind of one toe in or half in, you're going to, your results are going to suffer. And, and so if, you know, in a sense, you're kind of wasting the coach's time too. And a good coach will call you on that. A good coach will, will say, Hey, I don't need this, uh, this um, contract or this, uh, this, um, your money uh, that bad. If you're not that into it, then let's just end it here. And a good coach mm-hmm. will fire a client who's only half engaged, but you know, you got to take responsibility for your own results and go all in. Cause it's so essential that you get, you do, you get, you get out of it. We put into it. If you, if you're bringing half of you there, you're going to get half of your results. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mentioned mastermind group and that's something that you've, you've ventured, you're venturing into and uh, with a new, um, uh, offering, um, but tell me, how does a mastermind group dynamic differ from, uh, say, group coaching or training or any of the other things that we've talked about today? 
Yeah. So, uh, why, by definition, a, a, a mastermind is basically you're 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 leveraging the the collective mind. So, by yourself, you have just what's between your ears. You bring a coach into it. Now you've got somebody who can you know reflect, uh, show you blind spots, give you a perspective that you weren't seeing. You know, um, maybe bring some expertise that you don't have. And that, that, that can be great, you know, as we've talked about, but then multiply that, you know, Robert had mentioned accountability partner, but multiply that. So you have a, a coach or a facilitator, usually in a mastermind, you have somebody facilitating it plus the collective mind. So like, for example, in Awakened Man, there's 10 guys in a group who all have different backgrounds, experiences, expertise, um, different life circumstances. And what they're bringing is a, their own experience plus the different collective minds. So the same thing that happens in uh, a coaching arrangement, it's like multiplied, you know, there's this synergy, the whole thing about, you know, two horses pulling a cart is more than one plus one, right? There, mm -hmm. There's a multiplication factor to all the things that work in any of these methods that we've been talking about, you know, exposes you to expertise that you don't have, right? Mm -hmm. Times 10, times a thousand. I mean, I don't know what the multiple is. It's, it's uh, exponential though. And, you know, there's going to be, you know, people that know stuff you don't know. There's going to be experiences that you haven't had, but you can use the experience of someone else to inform your own decisions. Um, there's the facilitator's role. Some, some masterminds are kind of self-facilitated, but the advantage of having a professional facilitator is their role is his, his or her sole focus is to create value in that group and to mm -hmm. drive forward a process that keeps this mastermind performing at its best and, you know, leveraging the mastermind concept to the greatest capacity. I mean, if there's one person in the group that that's their role, you just, you know, put some rocket fuel on it. Right. And then, um, so you're not limited by the capacity of your own mind. You get to leverage other people's minds. And that is what the, you know, the big difference of a mastermind. Right. Thanks for sharing that. That's it's something that uh, I'm new to uh, understanding and, and, and how that differs from the other different formats, uh, which all have their own unique advantages and disadvantages. Or it, it really is finding the right one that's, that you need for where you are at the moment and what you want to accomplish and where you want to go to. Uh, and um, uh, we're all wired different personality-wise as well. And so that, that plays a role uh, also. Great. Um, and I want to follow up with you uh, here in a little bit about Awakened Man. You mentioned that as well. But uh, let's get through the last couple points here that I wanted to, to share is about uh, personal development services. Uh, these, these services are not um, meant to be confused with self-help. Lots of, um, you know, kind of self-help organizations out there, lots of uh, books out there, uh, things like that. Uh, and kind of building on what, Rob, what uh, both Robert and Scott have shared here is that these services, the major um, uh, component, ingredient, is relationship and the power of that relationship between this, the provider uh, uh, or the, your partner that you're, you've engaged uh, as an accountability partner. Those relationships create the context for change. Uh, and, and generate energy and motivation and uh, build one another up. 
Um, Henry Cloud has a wonderful book called The Power of the Other that, that highlights, highlights the importance of relationships for, for, for ourselves. And a couple of the points from that book I wanted to share is that, that meaningful, connected relationships energize us and help us thrive in everything we do. And we're talking about healthy relationships, so make sure those are healthy. And, and you want to have a, if you have a good coach, they're going to make sure that relationship stays healthy. Uh, or a good facilitator, they're going to make sure that they're, they're in mind is the relationships within that group. Are those, are those healthy? Uh, and the second point is a person with whom you're well-connected, you become well-connected with someone, and they will offer you freedom and valuable feedback. And so um, these things aren't self-help uh, um, that we're talking about. Um, do you, Robert or, or Scott, do either of you run across people who kind of just immediately rule out um, uh, any type of um, professional, excuse me, personal growth uh, or um, because they're just, um, I see that as a self-help. You know, I got this on my own. I can do this by myself. Uh, yeah, Scott, go ahead. Uh, yes. Well, <laughs> I'm not an expert on on self-help, so I'm not sure how to contrast it. But um, what I what I know about you know leveraging, like you mentioned, Chris, the relationships. I, I a couple of principles come to mind. You know, that, that old adage that you are the average of the five people or the 10 people that you surround yourself with. You know, you can look at those, you know, those closest relationships and look at their income, average that out. That probably is your income. You look at their education level. You look at their, um, you know, fulfillment level. You, you're the average of those people. So, um, you know, looking at those relationships is important. And then, and then I, I like this concept. Um, I actually um, uh, originally got it from Andy Stanley, but um, you know, what I remember, I, I've kind of made it my own so much. I'm not sure how much is Andy Stanley and what's me, but there's these relational dials. So I, I like the idea of these dials. The, so the image in my mind is you've got uh, this relationship, John, this relationship, Sam, and John's really good in my life, but I spend way too much uh, or he's really good in my life, but I don't spend any time with him. And then Sam's really, uh, I spent a lot of time in my life, but he's sort of like, you know, one of those relationships that I probably should not spend as much time on. So I look at how do I turn down the dial on Sam and turn up the dial on, on John and those um, <clears throat> intentional moves to really um, bring about the the idea of leveraging those relationships that's what comes to mind when i hear you introduce that topic chris great thanks thanks for sharing that's a that's a great insight um so you mentioned earlier awakened man uh, and it's a mastermind group there are thousands of mastermind groups out there what makes awakened man so unique and what is what is what is the source of your passion behind it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, it, it, uh, I think, you know, I, I'm not new to mastermind groups. I actually got started in business coaching, uh, through a CEO roundtable forum, similar to like a Vistage, uh, if people or an EO are, are, are familiar with that. Um, but that's where I kind of got my start and I, and I have a lot of skill in facilitating mastermind groups. And sure. when I look at awakened man in, in the, in the 
context of all mastermind groups, like you mentioned, thousands of them, what makes it stand out is really the, the idea of it's, it's a, it's a intense mastermind has all checks, all those boxes, but it's in a container of really promoting a full sense of masculinity. So like one of the questions we're going to ask in that group is what does it mean to be a man? By the way, it's an all male group. (laughs) Um, But uh, what does it mean to be a man? Like in our culture, in our society, there, it has been a lot of confusion and, and I'm probably gonna, you know, uh, hopefully not get myself into trouble here, but there's, you know, that we're living in a post feminist movement society and, and I'm all about that, right? Women being empowered, women rising up is awesome. That is good. There's so much good that's come out of that. But the pendulum has also swung to a, a level that has, has um, brought men down. And it's, we're all, you know, women are important, men are important too, right? So it's not to cut down one gender or the other. It's to just really raise up again men and, and restore uh, what that is to be masculine and fully masculine. And, you know, um, we're, I, I just, okay, here's, here's what the deal is. I don't see myself as the most masculine guy. I'm like, not like what you would call a man's man. I don't go hunting and fishing and you know, play sports or talk about sports all the time. You know, I admire the guys that do, you but know, you and fart. I I can't do those things. Yeah, (laughs) You know, I'm not a a lumberjack construction worker, firefighter on on the weekends. I'm not, but, but here's the deal. I've been working through marriage architects, the, the, the the relationship fulfillment organization that my wife and I have been working on for the last couple of years. And I've been working with husbands through this program and I've been, for some reason, I keep getting paired up with husbands that are these manly men guys but I'm finding that I'm helping these guys in the areas of intimacy, in the areas of being vulnerable, in the areas of, you know, how to deal with the opposite sex. They're so confused. So there's the spectrum of wimpy guy on one side or a jerk on the other side. And, you know, in the middle somewhere is the, is the balance that's required to be a full masculine man and bring all of that to your relationship, to your parenting, to your business. So, again, the container of Awakened Man is sort of we're all going to be sharpening each other and, and, and encouraging each other and drawing courage out of each other to bring to the marketplace, to bring to the home, to bring, bring to the intimate relationship so that guys can be the best source of uh, the best version of themselves. Because here's, here's what I found in working with couples. Uh, husbands in particular, uh, they, they are looking to their wife to find that man-ness, you know, to, to really feel masculine, to really feel like a full man. The, the answer is not in the wife. You need to bring to your wife those things. So it's this, uh, this comparison of you, you can't come to your, your, your relationship and say, will you fill my cup? You, know, you have to come to it with a full cup and then pour into that relationship. This kind of group, a group of guys together, is where you find that, um, that source, and that courage and that compassion, you find it in a group of guys that some of them you're a little ahead of, some of you're a little behind of, and you, you mentor each other, you have that mastermind experience, and then you go out into the world fully equipped to, to handle it as a, as a man. 
That's great, Scott. I'm really excited about hearing how how it goes, and and just full disclosure, I've I've signed up uh, just this week uh, to join in, and uh, uh, because it's it's something that really speaks to me about the the holistic approach of and rooting in your identity as a man rather than your a, any one particular role that you might have that's compartmentalized from everything else. So that's that's really exciting for me, um, exciting for me. Well, um, looks like we've come to uh, the close of, of our time together today. Um, Robert, was there anything you wanted to add before we close on the topic of personal development or uh, for, with our guest here, Scott? Hey, uh, just uh, congratulations, Chris, on your first official podcast. <laughs> well um, done. You've made it quite easy uh, in helping me through this. No problem anytime. I'll always be around. And so, uh, you know, speaking of personal development, Chris, I think uh, this posting this podcast is going to be personal development for you. Oh, <laughs> you know, sometimes we outside my comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anytime you get out of your comfort zone is uh, always opportunity for uh, personal development. So congratulations. Definitely. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, keep it up. And uh, yeah, we'll always be there. Oh, I'll great. always be there for you. Great, great. Scott, is there anything you wanted to close with? Well, um, can I direct people to where to yes. go for more information? Yes. That's going to be my next question: is is how for uh, how people can get in touch with you? Yeah, well, it's been it's been great being on the podcast with you guys. I really appreciate the opportunity, um, and and uh, I know I'll be seeing you guys all over the place because, as we've said, we we know each other in several ways. So, but uh, yeah, if people are wanting are curious about Awakened Man, they can go to www.awakenedman.group. Uh, it's not a dot com. It's a dot group. Awakenman.group. and uh, there you'll see a video of me explaining it, and even an application if you want to join in the group. Great, great. And an email address uh, in case they want to email you. Uh, they can do Scott Landis Coaching at iCloud.com. Great, great. Thanks so much. Uh, and again, thank you for being with us here today, Scott, and sharing your expertise, your wisdom. Uh, and just your your energy around the topic. It's, it's so great to to have you today. Uh, and thank you as well, Robert, for uh, being co-pilot today and uh, helping me through the technical side and encouragement uh, the last uh, couple of weeks and um, and also the wisdom that you shared about this topic as well, as well today. Hey, no problem, Chris. Thanks. Hey, thanks, Scott. Great, great talking with you. Thanks, Robert. And Robert, remind our listeners, <laughs> remind our listeners how they can get in touch with you as well. Uh, well, we got a. I've got a new uh, Facebook and Instagram account, uh, Power Couples by Design, and you'll be hearing more about that. I kind of talked about last week about the, the podcast that my wife and I are going to start for married couples that own a business. And also, you can also just go to my LinkedIn account too, Robert Fakui, and just uh, look me up there, friend me, and uh, stay connect, stay connected. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> Uh, okay, wonderful, guys. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, to, for that has um, been listening today on our episode on Facebook Live, but also those of you who decide to, to download and listen to it later are actually more than once listen early and often yeah. uh, to today's Purpose it. of Profitability podcast. You share it as well. Um, so if you have a business question or topic you'd like to discuss or like us to discuss or hear about, uh, you can email me at info at GaiusStrategies.com. That's G-A-I-U-S Strategies.com. Or you can connect via our Purpose and Profitability Facebook page. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, I want to make sure that our, our content stays fresh and relevant to, 
to what you want to hear. Uh, be sure to tune in live uh, our download next week's live episode. Uh, and our new regular time uh, of day will be Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Central, uh, which is noon Eastern or 9 a.m. Pacific. This is Chris King. Uh, thank you again for listening. And remember, purpose plus profit equals transformation. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. For more information, please visit PurposeAndProfit.com.